Hey, before we get into the podcast, I just want to thank this week's sponsor. This week's sponsor is Sock Panda. They are a monthly sock subscription service, and I have personally bought them for members of my family, specifically my daughter. She absolutely loved them. Once a month, she'd be able to go out to the mailbox and get a new pair of socks, and it was always a surprise on like what they were. Sometimes it was like a surfing squirrel and other times there were aliens it was just pretty much all sorts of socks for everything you could possibly imagine and they have men's socks women's socks tween socks uh kid socks and you can go on you can purchase just one set or you can get a subscription and it makes for a great gift and this we're heading into the holiday season and supply chains are an issue so this is going to be a great gift that gives for the whole year or six months or however long you want to sign up for the sock subscription and even better than that, the Sock Panda team is, is dedicated to using its socks to make the world a better place. The company donates socks to those in need for every purchase. As of today, the company has donated over 141,000 pairs of socks to homeless shelters, low-income senior centers, hospitals, and underprivileged classrooms throughout the country. You can't go wrong with Sock Panda. They make great stuff, and they do great things. And today, they're giving our listeners a 15% discount. So you can go to SockPanda.com slash discounts slash Inebriart15 to get 15% off your order. And we just want to say thank you to them for sponsoring the show. And make sure you go there and get some socks for yourself or for your loved ones this holiday season. Welcome back, Inebriates. This is Andy of the Inebriart Podcast. And, uh, you know, over the COVID lockdown and nonsense that we had to deal with, we started an online virtual comedy show, which has spawned real-life comedy shows. And I've always been a comedy fan, and it, it kind of just keeps becoming like a bigger part of my life. And today's guest is a, a comedian out of uh, Atlanta. You're in Atlanta, Georgia, right? It was my memory. Born and raised. Yeah. Uh, Kendra Crump, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm glad we here. I, first off, I want to thank you for not thinking I was bot or spam and just deleting my message. I appreciate it. Oh, I usually respond to bots too, just for shits and giggles. Really? So, <laughs> I mean, so sometimes you can get some really interesting conversation. We get a lot of uh, spammers and like, or actually scammers for uh, like some of the events that we run, trying to sell tickets or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I will go and entertain myself by reaching out to them pretending i need tickets to the event and see how far it can go and you know offer to instead of paying them trade them um i believe one time i offered to trade them uh a small child um <laughs> in exchange for some tickets and it, it's and then like when they finally give up i just post conversations it's just fun so what exactly so once you got you know say i'll give you a small child what they say um, I'd have to go back and look. Um, I think it was one for one of our vendor markets. And, you know, I usually kind of start off, um, real basic being like, oh, I'm interested. And mm-hmm. then they'll be like, oh, you know, this is where you send the money. I'm like, well, you know, I, I still have some other questions. And then the questions just keep getting more absurd and absurd and absurd. Oh my God. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to have to start. You know what? I did that with the Illuminati. It was in my Instagram DM. And 
I said, let me just entertain this. You know, I'm like the Illuminati. I'm like, you know, because this is like I probably had like 2000 followers at that time. Yeah. And I'm like, OK, let me just entertain this and see what's going on. And so what ended up happening was is that they said, you know, would you like to receive the riches and glory and fame from us? And I'm like, sure. They said, OK, well, send us some money. You'll receive a lot more money back. And I'm like, but you guys have all the money. Why don't you send me something so I know it's real? <laughs> I said, here's my cash app. Send me send me twenty dollars. No, you send me twenty dollars. Here's my my cash. app. I'm like, oh, I didn't know y'all had cash app. You know, I, I didn't know y'all were. You know, I was just like literally going, you know, I said, no, no, y'all should be doing Zelle because that's what professional people do. Right. Like the direct deposit. They said, come on, send us something. I'm like, no, you sent me something. I'm like, so we got, went back and forth until they realized, like, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to just leave her alone. I'm going to tell you something else that that I, I've started doing that. Whenever okay. a man comes in my DM and he wastes my time, I waste his. I make him more aggravated so he can just realize, hey, I am not going to, I'm going to think twice before I just randomly try to slide in to solicit sex, okay? <laughs> let me tell you what happened with this one guy. I don't know if it's still going on, but as of right now, uh, I think it's, it's died down. So he came in my DM. Now, my, I have this issue about people who will, especially if men are trying to holler at me, they don't mm-hmm. actually send me a friend request. They just send me a message, right? I have a thing about that. Why are you did not send me a friend request? Why are you just sending me a message? You know, especially if you find me attractive, why not look, look at my posts and everything? So right. I had one guy who had said to me, um, you know, after a couple of weeks of having a conversation, he's like, so what's up? Can I, you know, see you or, or, or what? I'm like, sure. You can see me. I do comedy on Wednesday nights on the South side of Atlanta. <laughs> Come see me out there. And let me, let me tell you something. I, so what I'm doing now, right. Cause I'm, I'm over the whole, you know, when you, as you get older, you're supposed to grow more within your maturity and mentality. You know, you're not supposed to like keep making the same mistakes, you know, yeah, okay. and everything else like that. And so with that being said, that's that's why your credit score is 850 because you have your life together now. All right. Back to the story. Uh, (laughs) So what happened was I'm over the whole like when it comes with guys who are like, oh, so when when am I going to see you? I'm, I'm over that. Why don't you plan a date, sir? Okay, well, why don't you actually show, why don't you support me type of thing, right? Yeah. You want me to take you seriously. I told him about, hey, why don't you just come uh, to my comedy show? He's like, why do I need to come to a comedy show my first time meeting you? That's weird. I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know what? I got time today. I'm about to flame you, right? It got to the point where he mentioned something about, you know what? If you don't stop, uh, if you don't leave me alone, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna do something to you. I'm like, oh really? I'm getting threatened <laughs> online. I said, what are you gonna do to me? He's like, I'm gonna, you know, fuck you real good, and I'm gonna stop talking to you. <laughs> wait, wait. So you mean to tell me you're you're literally telling me what you're gonna do? You're not gonna be a smart or smooth operator, smooth criminal by just doing it without telling me. I said, okay, well, I'm going to keep it real with you. I'm not interested at all. He's like, yes, you are. You know you want this. I'm like, oh, not I know I want this. Okay. Uh, Well, here's the thing, right? I'm like, technically, I'm a prostitute, which I think all women are prostitutes in a way. Let's just keep, can can I break it down with you real quick? Let me me explain to you how all women are prostitutes, right? You have different levels of prostitutes, okay? You got women out there who uh, go on dates with guys and then they have sex with them. But I don't understand. This is what people need to realize. Date stands for dick at the end. Okay. <laughs> so you already prostituted yourself. Okay. Yeah. You know, um, you have women out there who flat out, you know, claim that, okay, well, we're in a relationship. He's supposed to give me money if I have sex with him. 
ma'am, he, he's not supposed to give you anything. He, he doesn't have to if he doesn't want to. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then you have women like me where I'm like, look, you know, I'm, I'm at the point now where, look, if I'm coming to your house or if I'm having to like come spend time and energy with you, I need my compensation. Okay. Run me 300. Man, why? <laughs> I don't pay for this. What am I like? So what am I going to get out of it? You're going to get a good nut, not sir. And I can do that to myself. Okay. So, <laughs> so what for free? All right. I pay my own bills. I'm hitting this. Right. So he says to me, when I told him, he mentioned something about the $40. I, you know what I have, have an issue with the fact that you got women out here. These, these, I guess these new age prostitutes are making guys uh, not really work for us. So they're like, Hey, give me $40 and we'll do whatever. I'm like, $40 can't get you nowhere. Okay. So I said, give me 300. And when he's like, bitch, I'm like, Oh, not bitch. I'm like, da, 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 da. so I'm like, you know what I started doing? It got to a point where whenever I, I, I have this thing about myself and one day I'll grow up out of it. I don't know when, but one day I will. When you call me out of my name, I have the point where I'm like, I'm going to sit here and have the last word. I don't care if you end up blocking me as long as I had the last word. Right. Yeah. And so what happened was he, he got to the point. He's like, look, how about this? Uh, if you ain't going, because he started putting all caps, like, please leave me alone. I said, sorry, you're the one who called me a bitch. Okay. <laughs> so I'm here. All right. You're the you one who started this conversation. Me. That's kind of, yeah. I'm like, listen, the bitch is here. Okay. Yeah. That's what, you know. So then it got to a point where he he kept putting suck some. So I started putting like sending him male penises. I'm like, you keep <laughs> saying it. That's what you like, sir. I said, welcome to Atlanta. You know, I, I like, I said, so I talked about, you know, I was flaming him. I said, oh, dick in, in the booty ass little boy. Like I was flaming him, Andy. I really was. And so he just put, he, and I started mocking him. As soon as he said, suck some, I said, suck some. And he says, you know what? He, he says, just stop. And I said, just stop. And he put the thumbs up emoji. I put the thumbs up emoji. So I think it's over now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to find because uh, I have screen captures of the uh, that the one that I was thinking of specifically. And I'll have to. I'll have to send it to you because it really made me laugh. And and yeah, it, it's. I don't know. It's just. It's an entertaining way to. And I, and it's also one of those. I feel like if they're trying to scam people who are trying to come to our events, then mm-hmm. if they're tied up with me, they're they're not going to be out scamming someone else because they're at least occupied by me. That, and you know what? I was going to say this as well. So how you post those screenshots and everything, yeah. what I do on my own podcast, and you are more than welcome to come on my podcast at any time. Oh, thank you. Um, and then once we, you know, we're finished recording, we'll talk about the details so I can get you on. But on my podcast, I say names uh, about podcasters. I say names uh, with the different men in my DMs, you yeah. know, just awareness. Like, cause I look at it like this. If they wasted my time and they're doing that to me, they're going to do it to you. I don't want you to run into the same thing. And people like that are not going to last. Right. right. And so that's what I do. I'm like, Hey y'all, this is, this is who they are. Just to let you know, ladies, if you want a man, a random, you want to go to a random man's house so he can cook for you this is the who the guy that you go to this is his <laughs> name in facebook because i'm like because and that's something to me is so wild how people let me ask you something sure on, on a on an average percentage wise let's mm-hmm. say you're having a conversation with a woman or a man how how often do you have people who just send you their address and their phone number off bat within the first couple days or less than a week of having a conversation with you oh almost never Man, I must be too nice because I have a lot <laughs> of guys. A lot of guys will because I have a lot of male followers, especially on my Instagram. I have like um 15k following, and out of that 15k, 95% male. 
Yeah. And out of that 95% male, I would say 30% of them send me their address and phone number, like 30% for address, 75% for phone number within the first week. And I mean, I'm I, like, I wouldn't even do that. Like someone I met on a dating app, like I, I would I, at least have to meet them first before I'm like, okay, this person's not a complete psychopath. It's, and it's not even that, like we have all these apps, right? Where it's not even necessary for people to end up having you to have their phone number. You can literally call them through an app. People right. are like, oh no, having a phone number, it's like having a ring. It's, it's, it's more personal. You're, you're right. But at the same time, how many rings are you giving your, your out to, sir? How many rings are you giving these women, giving to these women? Yeah. On top of that, and I like, I don't even know your first or last name. You don't know what my <laughs> first or last name is. Like, you don't, you don't want to, we haven't, we, and again, people say, well, I can just change my number if I want to. I, I don't understand. Like, okay, I'll give you a prime example. The person who says I can change my number when I want to, this person had told me, he, he mentioned something about how he wants to see about getting close with me. And this is like within a week of having a conversation. I said, getting close to me by how? He's like, you know, us having conversation every day, us hanging out, all that. I said, you mean like a relationship? No, I don't want a relationship. So why are we doing this? You know, just, just like, a, you know, someone who's there for me. And I'm like, okay, so we're doing all the things that are in a relationship without actually having a relationship. He's like, yeah. I said, so are you going to be okay if I end up talking and dating like 10 or 15 other guys? I mean, I don't care. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Got you. Yeah. Um, y- you know, stuff like that. I, yeah. I, doesn't, I've been in those again, relationships, <laughs> but it's like, to me, it's like, I just, People need to really know what exactly is it that they want. Like I, I like either you want to be single or you don't. But to me, it's 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 crazy how people just get that comfortable where they're like, oh, I can change my number if I want to. Why do you want to change your number? Why not? Or I'm not really on this app. Okay, well, you can talk back to me when you get back on the app. Like that's the thing about it. People, they, they and that's what I do. Instead of me leaving a guy on scene, I literally will ask him questions. You know, I think that's my toxic trait, right? It's a care toxic trait okay i will interrogate you about why you decided to make that stupid decision here's my favorite question <laughs> hey send, send me a pic why, why should i send you a picture i mean i just want to see what, what what you know social media doesn't have doesn't see okay so what have you done to work for that you're right i haven't done nothing so why'd you think that was okay i don't know i just i i i guess i don't know i don't really know what you look like so you mean to tell me sir that you randomly sent me a facebook request and I accepted it. And you slid in my DM, called me beautiful, but you don't know what I look like. He's like, well, um, no, uh, you know, just forget it. Oh, okay. <laughs> do, do you um, think it's harder to, to date because you're a comic? I think because I'm a lot more, because I'm not afraid to, to speak my truth and feelings on how I feel about people. Yeah. I think that's why it's hard to date. I used to be so afraid to tell people how I honestly felt because I didn't want to get called out of my name. I didn't want people to block me. I didn't want people to unfriend me, but somebody told me that people can do all that and you still don't do nothing to them. You can, you can like, if you politely, even if you tell them, yes, I'll go out with you. The one day that they're upset with you, you can still get called out of your name. You know, the sure. one day that they have a, you can do nothing wrong and people will still block you or just call you out of your name for no reason. You know, so with that being said, I am at that point where I'm not afraid. Like, like I do not care. What's the worst that can happen? Death? 
we all going to die one day. Now, of course, mm-hmm. you don't want to speed up the death process, but I learned that you can be doing everything right and, 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 and an animal that escaped from the zoo mauls you just because it saw you as target. Like, right. do everything right, right? And so with that being said, like, my tolerance, and I'm going to keep it, you know, I can keep it real with you. You know, we're family. I can be vulnerable with you. Yeah, sure. Me being a comic, you know, I get depressed. A lot of my my stages of depression has has gone from like it started from elementary Mm -hmm. um you know every several years i have something new that depresses me right okay me trying to be in a um, like present day now it was a few months ago me trying to go after my dreams and having people will sit here and give me the runaround you know which is why i commend you and i want to commend you on camera as well for being so studious for being professional you know, and and sending me the link uh, several days before instead of the day of like uh, 10 minutes before. Hey, I'm about to send you the link now. Why are you now just sending me the link, sir? You <laughs> could have sent me the link a week ago. Right. So I appreciate you being um, very professional, you know, I, I, and I, I, I really do appreciate it. And I hope I just hope you walk outside and find a thousand dollars just randomly just rolled up somewhere. Oh, shit, in a me bag. too. <laughs> you know, but I, but again, we don't have a lot of pot. You know, and I learned that I've been since I've been jumping on people's podcasts, October 2020. I've had at least I've been on at least 800 podcasts at this point. I'm not yeah. I'm not playing games. But let me tell you, I'm about to de- break down the analytics. Percentage wise of having unprofessional podcasters, 20%. Um, Percentage wise of having podcasts where I like, I will never return back to those podcasts because I was just really like bored and whatever, 30%, you know, Mm -hmm. and no, no, no. Let me take a, take that back when it comes to unprofessional. And when I say unprofessional, like the no call, no shows, the, yep. the you know, asking inappropriate questions. Like if it's a sex podcast, okay, whatever. But if this ain't no sex podcast, don't be asking like, what? what? If it's a sex podcast, you're, you're at least going in knowing. Free, free yeah. I know. But if it's not a sex podcast, you don't want to buy me breakfast first before you just whip <laughs> it out on camera. You know, um, unprofessionalism percentage wise, I'll give it 45%. Yeah. You know, like, like to me, I think the biggest pet peeve of mine when it comes to the podcasting game is when I have to follow up with that podcaster, even mm-hmm. though they already accepted me to come on. I'm like, hey, are you still coming? Oh, I'm sorry. Like my dog had just got into a fight with a squirrel. So I'm, I'm, I'm breaking that up. But once this fight dies down, I'll uh, see you the Zoom link type of, you know, stuff like yeah. that. The wildest excuses. Right. And so depression for me when it comes to dating is is having the same men holler at me over and over again right and somebody said it could be something you're doing there could be nothing i'm doing like you just have crappy people that will come in your life and just ruin that day for you right. I, I know this you can be as positive as optimistic as you want to be you know but i also learned that you have people in your life who will just come and they are full of crap you know, yeah. and I think for me, I'm at the point where, and this is going to sound so sad to say, I have become bitter with men. And I know not every man is bad. I know that there are some decent men, but a lot of the men, I'll tell you the type of men that keep hollering at me. Okay. okay. So you can, you can bring you into my world of what I'm dealing with. Um, I, I'm feeling your pain, but just from the other side. 
And I know you have yeah. to do And you can tell me the type of woman I keep hollering at you. You're like, woman, the audacity. <laughs> so I have a lot of uh, men who are unattractive. Look, I understand, you know, look, look, looks should not really matter. But I look at it like this. If God don't like ugly, why should I? That's one. A lot of guys are unattractive. A lot of guys are broke. And here comes a, my, my favorite line. So what do you bring to the table? Negro, I am the table. Okay, that, that's that's what I am. like. You know, I love that. What do you bring to the table? Well, I well, guys like money, women with money too. Oh, okay. Well, why don't you go find that woman then, sir? Why are you talking to me then? Okay. Um, and then I'll look at it like this: money does not buy happiness, but would you rather cry in Detroit or Dubai? <laughs> Just saying. Um, yeah. and then on top of that, it's like it's a financial stability thing. Like, I want to we Again, I understand men and women, both parties, you want someone who's financially stable. But to me, it's not fair if if you have one person whose credit scores are 850 and on the other person's the credit scores are 200. Like they're a leech. Right. Yeah. A lot of men are broke. Not broke. A lot of men are old. OK. I mean, like, bro, I, I was born during that last good year. Freak Nick in the 90s. OK. You know, for all the ones that don't know, that was like this Atlanta scene. Should have been there. I wish I would. OK, been I was going to say, I have no idea what that was. Chris, OK, I'll tell you what all Freak right. Nick is. Freak Nick is. Basically, the last the last uh, weekend of April uh, every year in the 90s, from mm-hmm. the late 80s to the 90s, they would have colleges from like Florida, Georgia, probably other states, surrounding states that would come and they would just party. Right. It was like it, it, it was. Have you you seen that movie? Oh, doggone. What is that movie that came out in 2009? It was like a um house party with teens it was rated r and it was like a house party with teens i'm gonna have to google it yeah but, uh, sure. project x project x you've seen okay. project x right no okay well well oh you got homework assignments to do. <laughs> project x came out like in 2009 and it was basically like a teens party type yeah. of stuff you know but basically freak nick was for all of the hbcus mm-hmm. out there and you just had kids, you know, different people uh, of color come out. You know, I'm pretty sure they had other ethnicities, but it was like a, a, a black type of thing. Right. And yeah. it would just people would just sit here. They would they would, you know, get on the de- on the top of their car and they would just start twerking. They didn't have cameras back then. So it's like whatever happens, happens. But they had to shut it down because it got too crazy. People, like women were getting raped. They started leaving their cars in the on the highway. And oh, leaving shit. it for a few days and they just be out there partying. Yeah. Right. And and Bill Campbell, the former mayor, had to shut it down because, again, it like it was just getting too out of control. Right. And so, man, that's why I wish I was born between 1969 and 1982. So I could have lived some type of life, you know, a lot better than what I'm living now. You know, so so with that being said, me being like in my in my 20s, like, you know, early 20s or whatever. And I got cats in a late. 30s 40s 50s and 60s trying to holler at me and i'm like okay well run me some money man you you just a gold digger yeah sir you're 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 just an old fool trying to come after some young cat you are a predator and you ain't got (laughs) no money for me like i just i just really have an issue with that right you know and there are some some older men who are attractive but again i'm they they don't know how to act right they they don't they don't know how to act right. I'm like, sir, sir. A lot of guys are are I understand we're all, you know, hormonal creatures. I understand that. But at the same exact time, I like people who know how to keep it in their pants. I like someone who knows a time and place when to to do what they're supposed to do. 
Yeah. You know, you don't understand, Andy, how many penis pictures I have received. And am I? Oh, I'm a, I'm, I, I'm can, t- I can only I'm imagine t- I've had uh, female friends on dating apps who are just like, they'll be like, I get like four a day. And I'll be like, mm. that's insane. Like, who who does that? That's why I had to get off those dating apps, you know, yeah. and and I think that's the thing, like even with the dating apps, like I think they're really just, you know, undercover hookup apps. apps. That's really what it is. Oh, for sure. You know? Yeah. And that's why I think like, you know, you need to take it. If you're trying to hook up, go to there. Stop trying to send me solicit sex for me in my DM. Like, don't don't do that. And it's, and it's funny that we we got on here. Facebook on, on top of that. It's yeah. a family. Facebook is a family oriented place. Now, I might not say family stuff, family friendly stuff, but uh, it's still it's family. It, it's funny that we got here from scammers because it's that kind of same mentality where they cast a broad net. You know, I'm, I'm going to send out 400,000 emails or I'm going to send out 40 dick pics just in hopes that one responds it's like that mm-hmm. same mentality like they're they're not really into a specific person they're just like if i do this enough someone will respond will respond no and that's and what i well yeah and, and that's the thing like it's a it's a lottery analogy just like you know that that's that's pretty much what it is that's why you have these same type of men and i was gonna say as well a lot of people don't have their priorities like i've never met so many people over the age of 21 who don't have a, a car a license, a credit, a house, but they, but they got uh, Jordans, they got weed in their blood or a crip. And it's like, yeah. you actually think being a bar, part of that gang life is going to actually save you when you in your thirties, like, sir, like, why are you still got your flag out? And we had Chuck E. Cheese, man. We had <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. Like it's, it, oh, here's my favorite. I'd be talking like, I have a lot of inmates who will, um, they they create a Facebook account and they'll add me, right? Yeah. And, and I'm a and I know you can, you're probably thinking like Kendra, why do you even like entertain these guys? I'm gonna tell you why. Because I it's a marketing uh, technique. Okay. I have a video on my YouTube channel. I try mm-hmm. to get subscribers. I have a video on my YouTube channel that has like forty two thousand views right now. If I keep promoting that video, it's gonna get sent out to everybody. So I'm trying to get four million. That's that's what I'm doing. Right. right. So let me have a conversation with them. You never know. Some of them I've had a conversation. They cool. Like I'm like, bro, when, when you come out, if you whenever you come out, if you eventually let's hang out in real life, bro. You are cool. You're not a creep. The rest yeah. of them. Eh. But no, even I had like my favorite part is talking to inmates and like they the way with their spelling, they'll put an X when it comes to B or an X when it comes to C. And I'm like, oh, sir, sir, you're in your 30s. Like you want you still really I said, why do you want to be a part of street life? I mean, that's always been a part of me. The street life has landed you in jail, sir. In prison at that. Like you're never coming home. So yeah. But like I said, Andy, it's like stuff like this has made me bitter towards men. And I don't I literally am like Judge Judy. The one time you mess up, you out. (laughs) (laughs) I don't give you no. Because again, you you knew what you was doing. You had this plan in your mind that you thought I was one of those women. Somebody say, well, Kendra, maybe like, because I don't get hollered at in person. Like if I get hollered at in person, it's every um, now and again or so. But but it's you when me when I'm getting hollered at online, it's like you already had this thought process in your head you know, to, to, to come at me a certain way. And some people are like, well, maybe cause they could see that you're easy. I'm like, no, they're just, maybe it could be because, Hey, 
I like their post and they're like, oh, she must want it. I'm like, I don't. I just am not a ghost follower. Type I just thought that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> That was it, you know, yeah. and and so I like I said, these are the things that have, like I said, over time, have make make me bitter because I don't have time to deal with nonsense. I'll tell you, I'll give you one little prime example, and I want you to tell me your issues that you keep having with a lot of women that you oh, okay. sure. So the one last example, the other day while I was at work, had this guy come up to me, and he said I was on my phone. And he's like, "Hey, you go, you gonna call me? You gonna put my number in your phone?" And I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, you gonna call me?" And I'm like. Can y'all have better pickup lines than this? I want a pickup line. There's no good pickup lines. What is a good pickup line? That there's that that makes that I'm gonna tell you a good pickup line. A good pickup line that makes me say, hey, you know what? That was so good. I'm gonna put your penis on my head. Like, like I want you to teabag me. That was a (laughs) fire pickup line. Like I was like, wow, like you are beautiful, like amazing. I mean, I haven't came across any guy to come up with a good pickup line so i said i said to him i said okay well i'm gonna keep it real with you i like men with money and i need to see what your teeth look like so he he's like you sure you want to see my teeth i'm like yeah let me see your teeth so he pulls his mask down he has gold in his mouth i'm like okay cool at least they're not crooked golds yeah. i mean there's some out there who have crooked golds i'm like sir the, the, the gold person didn't care enough to like tell you to go get braces first and get your teeth whatever but anyway so i'm getting this was in my last hour of work and I had said to him, I was like, you know, I'm getting off work um, and I work at the airport. So there's a food court on every concourse. Yeah. And I said to him, I said, I'm about to get off work. Um, you know, I said, I'm, I'm hungry. At that point, something in his mind should have said, ding, ding, ding. Let me take her because his flight wasn't until like two or three hours later. Let me take her somewhere in the food court. We can go get something to eat. Yeah. And do you think he said that? no what of course not instead he was like i want you to call me you know make sure you make sure you text you know text my phone text my number or whatever i said okay i'll text you and i said i told him i was hungry twice and um, i went to the food court and i sat there and i ate you know by myself um the only man that came up to me was like hey can i use this chair using this chair i'm like oh wow (laughs) i mean you're old but i think you look like you're married so yeah take the chair sir um (laughs) and so the next day he sent me he finally responded back to my message like a day and a half later and i'm like yeah you're already doing bad okay (laughs) so we had a conversation last night for like close to an hour and after the conversation was over i said okay well i'll uh, talk back with you in a couple days he's like okay well um not nice interview that you had given me nice interview i have a, let me tell you something real quick andy as well i hate when a person i'm asking a few questions they're like what is this an interview bro if you're boring just say that <laughs> like just say that like like what is the whole purpose of you sliding in my dm wanting my number and i ask you questions and you're like is this an interview what, ex- what did you expect was going to happen? Right. But yeah, like, um, you're supposed to t- uphold the conversation. Like, you know, they're supposed to have questions too. Like, exactly. He, yeah. he didn't have really any questions for me. Um, and so I told him, I asked him if he had known any podcasters and he said, yeah, I can uh, see about, you know, a podcast, getting you on a podcast. I said, okay, cool. Hopefully he does that. If he does not, and I'm not going to call him, I'm going to see if he actually calls me uh, or whatever else it may be. Um, Cause I'm not doing that. Like you, I'm not putting that much energy in you. I'm already turned off the fact that you even take me to go get no food uh all that type of stuff he said oh i'll be back at the airport like tomorrow do you want to come surprise me and see me what 
for what i have to pay to park are you gonna reimburse <laughs> me for that i'm hungry but i mean i already have podcasts there, and i told him i told him the truth even if i didn't have podcasts i would let him know i'm just gonna keep it real with you like you didn't even pay buy me like any food or anything so what makes you think i want to you know and you claim that you got money um but yeah that's the end of that we're gonna see how long this lasts i think it's already <laughs> ended but yeah. tell me about yourself andy tell me about with you like the issues that you've had when it came to trying to date oh, women geez. that you keep running into uh what is this an interview no <laughs> <laughs> um i find that and friends of mine have told me that i'm quote the safe guy hmm. um what does that mean i, I fuck if i know and, <laughs> but i find that i end up dating women who come out of a, a bad relationship and i don't want to say use me but i'm like the one that they date for a brief time and then like quickly move on to someone else. You know, I'm like the, I don't know. I'm the, I'm the one they date immediately after I'm like, I feel like I'm always the rebound. The rebound. I'm like always the rebound, the rebound guy. guy. Yeah. I hate okay. that term, but yeah, I feel like I'm always the rebound guy. Okay. It sucks. Um, and I find because I'm an old dude that it's almost impossible to, not date someone who's recently out of a relationship because i mean at my age everyone you know is coming out of marriages like if you're single and in your late 40s and you've been single for a long time oh wait you are you almost at the aarp age yeah <laughs> fuck you yes <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, okay i feel, I thought probably you were like maybe i saw the gray in your hair so okay maybe he's in his 30s but oh my goodness now i'm gonna be uh 47 in just over a month wow i you know what um so what are we doing on your 50th birthday you want me to get some snow bunnies you want me to get some <laughs> stripper you want you want some strippers from magic city this adult wonderland where it's like nothing but magic ash city shit. yeah so out here in atlanta is this place called magic city a lot of rappers promote it so you yeah. go there and you go in rich you leave out broke but if you have a lot of money you'll go in rich and come out richer um and so you just go in there you just see nothing but like scattered ass just in the air yeah, and man, then when you're, I, i've you're, never been into strip clubs i just find it's like the worst buyer remorse ever because you come out broke and you're like i got nothing you know for what my let money. me let me do a hand clap for that because <laughs> again, andy you're smart why and i had a, i had a random polling question but random polling question was what is the i'm trying to remember this was months ago basically i was saying that why is that people you know, go and support strip clubs, you know, when in actuality it's a waste of money. Like it's like paying for your food, but never receiving it. Like why, yeah. why give, why give that money to a woman just to take off her clothes? And I'm like, the average person has seen body part and again i understand like there's some guys out there who have seen you know titties their entire life but they just want to have they just want to see mine right yeah. and i understand that like okay that's fine run me some money you know they're like well i gotta run you my sir this is for your sexual gratification okay i didn't i wasn't in your dm asking to no, i'll send you pictures what makes you think i want to see your pictures what makes you think that but no i mean it's like i think strip clubs honestly and like i can a, see like back in the day when you didn't have other options i mean you can go and watch porn for free online but you know what it is they want to see your body they want they they can have sex with a million women but they have this thing where they want you to be the next person that to have sex with and 
I, I but again at the same time this is a lot of men think but andy i know you're probably shaking your head and thinking like bro what the fuck but at the same time i disagree with any of that <laughs> like like you're like thinking like i may be a smart look. guy but i'm still a guy <laughs> i mean no no no. i understand you're still a guy but like you again but you're still a, you're you're a smarter guy than average because you have only fans where men are paying for this and it's like they don't have no type of relationship at all they're not building nothing they're just giving their money away to these women women can just put their cash up in their bio and they mm-hmm. have had men just send them money yeah. without no type of actual nothing and that's what i'm saying you're smart to say you have Pornhub and you can see it for free you're not gonna pay no instagram thought to to just you know send her two hundred dollars for what right and that's what i'm saying you're a lot smarter than other guys now, i've had guys ask to you know receive feet pictures from me and i'm like okay run me my and guys are paid for that and i'm like wow okay yeah like so can we get in a relationship for what you're you're simp i don't want <laughs> you're a loser bro like for what reason but but i understand your pain i think a lot of times um, when it comes with men, you know, like I say, in your age group, the older you're getting, once you have people around you who are getting married and they have families, it's like, do you ever feel yourself or have you gone through a midlife crisis? Uh, well, I dated this one girl in her 20s not too long ago, and I referred to her as my midlife crisis, but I don't think that's what most people mean. Um, I don't know. Like, I. So, like, I have been married. I have kids. Oh, well, happy Father's Day to you. Oh, thanks. Um, you know, and they're amazing. I just I'm so focused on, you know, my business and my podcast and stuff that it, I just don't. You know, like I've I've, you know, talked with some people on dating apps and they're like, do you even have time for me? And I'm like, well, if that's your question, probably not. You know, it's I'm a business owner first and that, that you know, I, I can't stop running my business to date someone, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, it's my livelihood, you know, I, and so it's, it's a very complex situation and, you know, I don't know. It, it, it's, it, I've become very jaded and towards the dating world. And it's just like, almost like I just don't, there, I've had so few good experiences that I'm like, why, why bother? Like if it happens, it happens, Ex- but who gives a shit? Exactly. Yeah. exactly let me ask you what made you start jumping on dating apps in the first place um oh that's this good that's way back that's when uh i was uh first separated was i even divorced i might have been divorced i think it was because i was separated from my wife for like i think four years before we ever actually bothered to get a divorce mm-hmm. um so like that's the time like that i first started like well you know all my friends like you need to get back out there and i'm like you don't understand like i met my wife in high school like dating apps then were a note that you slid across the desk that said do you like me check yes or no and that was socially Mm -hmm. acceptable i'm like i can't do Mm -hmm. that now um so i think it was more just to try and like get my feet wet and kind of like quote get back out there and but uh they suck they suck a lot the woman who was in her 20s did she was she like a money hungry woman or she was uh she had like baby fever okay and she was like 
I want to get married and have kids. And I'm like, no, thanks. I'm all set. And I'm like, you know, we can still, you know, I'm no, no harm, no foul. Like I'm, you know, I'm not mad, but that's not where I'm going. And, and so like, we kind of called off and then like a few, few weeks later, she's like, Oh, you know, um, maybe we can just keep this casual. I'm like, that's fine. I'm like, I'm, you know, that's cool with me. And then it would kind of go through this cycle where she'd be like, after a couple of weeks, it, she'd be like, well, you know, I really want to get married and have kids. And I'd be like, that's not, you know, we're keeping this casual, whatever. And it would just kind of run through this cycle. And it got to what? Like, lady, come on yeah. now. Like, he already to, let you know yeah. what time it was. And you and then on top of that, like, I don't. Why not? Why not? Fine. Well, well, let me let me let me lay out how it, it went like completely south because this blew me away is. I was, you know, we run events with breweries and, and bars and restaurants to like help them uh, get customers on slow nights. That's one of the things we do. And so I was on the way to an event and I'm texting with her and she said um, something along the lines of, I should be the most important thing in your life. And I, and I said, I have kids. You think you should be more important than them? And she's like, yes. And I'm like, I don't have time for this. I'm running an event, blah, blah, blah. And she made some sort of comment. I'm like, I don't think you respect what I do. And she's like, I don't. It's just an excuse for you to drink with your friends. And I'm like, okay, first of Whoa. all, I'm like, first of all, I'm an adult. I don't need an excuse. I can just go drink with my friends. I don't need your approval. And I was just like, you know, I'm all set. And then like the next day she's text me. She's like, do you want to make up? And I'm like, no, go fuck yourself. Like, I don't want to have a fight <laughs> just to make up a day later. And I'm like, that's not what I'm about. I don't like drama. And I'm like, yeah, I was like all set hilarious yeah that's hilarious that 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 to me is is hilariously sad that to me is hilariously sad man i the fact that she literally like that yeah hey i that's why i'm i'm an organic meter meet people in in real life oh i met i met her in real life yeah um i did meet her in real life and that was just like one of those like, like, I mean, like, like before, like the dating apps, like I'm yeah. like, you know, just just like not even the dating apps, just like out randomly meeting people like maybe at a, uh, through. Oh, friends. yeah, that's yeah. I didn't meet her on a dating app. That's what I mean. Oh, I, I legitimately okay. met her in real life. Got yeah. you. Got you. Got yeah. you. Got and you. it was funny because like it, you made me think of her um, because you're saying like, oh, come to my comedy show. And that was like one of the first moments where I'm like, oh, I think she might be interested was we were running a pop up art show and she showed up at it. And I was like, oh, and like we hung out and chit chatted a bit and. But yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. It, it's it just seems like, you know, I don't want to be like, oh, all the good ones are taken because that's so cliche. But it's just like, it seems like, know. I, you yeah. know what? I, a lot of us, if, the more you continue talking to people, the more you're going to realize a lot of us have the same things in common. And it's like we all need a support group, honestly, for the ones who are single trying to make some type of relationship happen. We all need a support group yeah yeah it's and it's it's rough because like you know friends will be like oh you know i'm there whenever you need me and i'm like well i mean like you yeah if i need if i'm having an emergency i know i can pick up the phone phone and like get a hold of you but it's like you know you have your family and your spouse or whatever it's like you know it's 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 a very weird uh lifestyle i live i I guess people don't people i'm gonna go keep it real to people don't really care People will fake care about your relation, about who you are as a person. They're like, they're yeah. like I'm too busy. I don't really care no more. People think, do not care like you would think that they should. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna, like, they'll just tell you to go get therapy. That's what they'll tell you. 
Yeah. And oh my God, the advice. I can't stand some of the fucking advice people give you. Um, the, the, uh, uh, what is it? You have to be happy alone first before you can be happy with someone else and be like, well, if I'm happy alone, why the fuck would I go find someone else? I'm happy alone. <sighs> you know or what? The, well, maybe you should work on sense. yourself and be like, what the fuck does that mean? What's right? Exactly. <laughs> like, like I said, like I said earlier with one of the girls, she says, maybe it's something that you're doing to call, bring these people. I'm like, bro. And I asked her, I said, so what do you, I said, could you help me? All she did was put a laughing emoji, like laughed in my comment. I'm like, okay, so are you going to help me or not? Yeah. I'm literally coming to you, letting you know. So I'm saying, and Pete, I'm telling Andy, people really don't give a damn, man. Like, I, I, I don't like Pete. You know what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the SpongeBob analogy. Okay. As as children, we're like SpongeBob. We're very we're very forgiving. We are, you know, we we you know there was only one time in in spongebob where he raised his voice and it was because he was taking care of squidward and squidward did not want to go get a job and it was like that was a hilarious episode right and so but other than that he was very forgiving he went back he he was hard worker all that but as but as you get older you slowly but surely turn into squidward and i remember as a kid i'm like why is squidward so mean why is he grumpy a lot of times squidward represents a lot of us you know we don't and that's why I'm going back to school in January to go on the uh, get this um, on the road to getting my PhD in child psychology because nice. a lot of uh, a lot of our trauma, you know, comes from childhood. Oh sure. And so, with that being said, with that being said, um, I feel like the reason we have so many crappy adults is because you know they don't get the necessary help you know a, a lot of kids i hated middle school middle school was the start of just you know a, just oh, middle a, school a shit brutal. show yeah it's terrible it's a shit show so with that being said i learned over time that you can i also this is one thing i've learned right it's i grew up in an evangelistic household Okay. So it was one of those types of household where, you know, what goes on in this house stays in this house. Go to God. God will answer all your prayers and he'll make everything better. Oh, just pray about it. Like one of those types of things. But I had to learn that God is not a genie. OK, people need to quit. This is why God's inbox is so full, because y'all are sending him all of these prayers that are really don't need to be sent. OK, like my <laughs> prayer needs to be sent. I'm trying to get to him, but you you guys are blocking it. A doggone it. So yeah. not only on top of that, there are things that go on in homes that need to be spoken about. Mm-hmm. Not only on top of that, you can't just pray everything away. God gives us tools and resources to help better certain things. But this is what happens when you are dogmatic in your religion and you're spewing out this type of, of falsism to mm-hmm. people, you know, and that's one thing I that's one thing I learned. Like, you know, I think I, I went to the serenity prayer, which is Father, God grant me the serenity for the things I cannot change, change the things I can and know the wisdom between the two. You yeah. know, there are things you cannot change. And right. I I and that again, that comes from wisdom and maturity. So, like I said, for me personally, I wish people can stop doing saying the same the whole things of, you know, work on yourself or you need to do this better. And I'm like, guys, this is not work. It's not this is not the answer to it. Right. And, and like, I get it. Like every relationship has a certain amount of work and compromise. You know, that's part of being in a relationship, but I'm always like, yeah, but I shouldn't be the only one working on it. You know, like mm-hmm. it's, it's a two way street, but um, you know, I'm not a religious person, but I've always liked, um, I think it was in, there was a Showtime show called Carnival and they were talking and 
there was this religious woman and she said something about if you're in a leaky boat, you can pray to God, but you better row for shore. <laughs> and I always love that because I'm like, you, you, you know, you can't just sit there and, and hope that it fixed. You need to like do something t- to improve. And, and again, I, I, you have to, you know, I started learning um, and I know we're coming up on our time. We're going to be here till the next day. Cause this has been a, this has been a fire conversation. <laughs> I, I, I really appreciate it, but I, 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 I've learned a lot of my stuff has come from, dealing with spiritual people versus mm-hmm. religious people. A lot of like what I just taught you was something that came more so from spiritual people. And with that being said, I, you know, got to that point where I learned there are multiple ways of tithing how I tie. And I also learned you have to have your own relationship with God, man. I, 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 this is my model. Okay. I start my day off with God in the morning and I listen to some trick daddy right afterwards. Okay. It's a healthy <laughs> balance. Yeah. You know, and I also learned this is what people don't understand, man. Cursing is not when you say shit, damn fuck. It's when you like, if I say, Andy, you ain't shitty, you stupid MF and whatever, like go fuck yourself. I'm cursing you. Okay. Yeah. But if I stub my toe in the middle of the night and I say shit, that's not no curse word, but the church is going to be like, you have a potty mouth. Do you know how many people I, I, the person who had baptized me, she said that, how is that your comedy is giving honor and glory to God? You need to have clean comedy. And mind you, I can make people laugh with or without using profanity. I just choose not to. I really don't care. Like yeah. I can, I can make the elderly and, and children laugh. I can do that, you know, but I just choose not to. So you mean to tell me that this, like, like and I was having this debate with her and she also had an issue with oh smoking weed that's a sin i'm like where's it say that in the bible well i mean it doesn't say that i said okay so how's it a sin it's a sin because it says to obey the laws of the land i said you do realize that a lot of these laws were put here you know from to, to it was created by dumbass people to, right. to give to us that 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 really ha- makes no sense andy go and look up there are some laws out there that you th- that you would not think are laws mm-hmm. that are and you're like bro this is really a law they are created by people to make us just to, to put us down yeah. stuff that makes us positive stuff that makes us feel good and everything else like that. They will, the lawmakers will do this to try to bring us down and basically make us feel like them miserable. Right. Well, it, and it's one of those um, historically speaking that our laws were created by rich white men. <laughs> so exactly to, to better rich white men, they're not concerned about fair or equality. And, and that's always a problem. You know, and and it's like, like I said, once you, you have to have common sense with stuff. And I had this conversation with her and I wish she would have had this conversation with another friend of mine at the time who literally he had a tangent and a rant about that whole. How does your how does your um, gift honor God? And he had and I wish he was there to talk with her and let her know, because I'm like, you have got to stop. And I, I have this joke, right? I have this joke where. You know, you can't put inspirational prayers online and still out there be, you know, sleeping with some lady's husband and robbing folks. It doesn't work like that. Right. Then they want to be like, oh, you're judging me. No, God is judging you. OK, you don't want God <laughs> to judge you. Me talking about you is is, is minuscule to what God's going to do once he realize once he he already knows this. Once you once it comes into effect, when that karma hits, oh, you're going to wish that you weren't out there robbing people and just killing folks because they took your parking space. OK, yeah. like but again. Again, you you can't you can't have these type of conversations like my mother doesn't like the fact that I do these podcasts she doesn't like the fact that I do my comedy show on Wednesday nights or whatever you know but I had to learn am I doing this for my mom or am I doing this for myself I'm the one 
who has a, a, a dream of so many different things that I want to do. I want to get out of where I'm at. I'm in a section eight neighborhood. So if you hear some gunshots. Oh, I, I think they're, they're good right now. Cause they know I'm recording, but on a regular, <laughs> that's really polite of them, <laughs> yeah, polite of them. but like, you know, I want to get out of the section eight neighborhood. I want to go to an area where I don't have to go to the gas station and have somebody try to solicit something like, Hey, can you buy my mixtape? Can you want this cat? Can I buy it? Can I get, I, I don't want to have to do that. I like to be in a place where, and that's the thing I don't understand. Like, why is it that in the rich neighborhoods, you don't have panhandling at the gas station, but in the lower income neighborhoods, you have that mess. You, you, you don't have hmm. in the rich neighborhoods, you don't have a, a, a sign once you're walking into the store that says it's a, it's a fee to use your card. That is against the law. It's a fee for your credit, but not your debit. I call it a better business bureau. Yeah. They told me to, they told me to fuck off. Literally, <laughs> they said that without yeah. saying it. Right, right. And I'm like, what are y'all good for? I'm coming to you with a complaint about a business letting you know. But but you you tell me to get like I'm telling you. And I got banned from that store because I let them know about my rights. Right. So like I said, man, it's to me is 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 an issue with a lot of different things and you're going to always have people say you have something negative to say you know but i learned to turn that negative into a positive nice well we are kind of at that time you you mentioned the comedy show on when is it every wednesday it's every wednesday until i um go back to school in january or until i run out of material and i'm like let me just recycle this so yeah (laughs) well where where is uh that show South side, of, south south side of Atlanta is called the Grand Fume Lounge. Um, some people don't want to go because it's, it's in a we say Clay Co, but it stands for Clayton County. And Clayton County, a lot of it's it's either I, I don't I don't have an issue with Clay Co. I mean, maybe I don't, I don't know, but like we uh, I guess because it's it's uh, you people get like arrested a lot or, or or dirty cops. I don't know what it is, but a lot of people have an issue with Clay Co. But I mean, it's not bad. I mean, you know, it's hood, so come at your own risk, but it's not bad. You know, yeah. the wings, I've listened, I've got I finally ate the wings last week. The wings are good, and they actually <laughs> came out in a timely manner. I think like the record was 15 minutes, and I'm like, oh my gosh, because typically, you know, those hood spots, food don't come out till like once the show's over. So it, it came out <laughs> and I, I was full off of like and they said do you want six or eight wings. I'm like thinking I get like 10 typically like 10 or 12. Yeah, I think I should just do six wings, but it's good. I mean, it's a little pricey. I'm like, bro, you mean for you mean to make mean to tell me I just paid $14 for some wings and fries when I can go around the corner and, and pay like less than that for like $7 less. And it's, and it's more steroid in the chicken. This is bull crap. But anyway, I mean, it's, it's a hood spot. It's yeah. one way. It's one of those hood spots where they only got one bathroom stall. And I'm like, what? So what if somebody takes a dump? Then what? <laughs> but yes, it's um. But it, but if you guys want to um get the address or so, um, slide in my DM and I will send the address to you. And uh, what's the name of your podcast so our listeners can go check that out? The Kendra Crumb Show. So D is in the K Y N as a Nancy D R A C R U M as a Mary P's and Paul Show S H O W. Um, same as my Instagram name. It's the same. My YouTube is Kendra Crump K Y N D R A space c-r-u-m-p awesome man thank you for taking the time to talk to us this was fun 
Thank, hey, listen, I think this is therapeutic for both of us. Yeah, I know. I feel like I, two, <laughs> two feel like I'm on better help right now. Hey, man, listen, <laughs> hey, listen, I, I, I have given you and you have given me both. Uh, we both have given each other like different tools and we're, we're both coming from two different places, two different people in two different states who are uh, kind of going through the same thing and everything else like that. Yeah. So nice. Awesome. Well, thanks again, uh, listeners. Make sure you check out Kendra Crump's YouTube channel, podcast. And if you're in the area, check out her comedy show on Wednesday nights. And we'll catch you guys again next week. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. You can find us on all social medias at Inebriart or on Instagram at Inebriart6. You can email us at Inebriart at yahoo.com. And make sure you listen to the other podcasts on the Inebriart Podcast Network including Bar Talk, Old Colony Cast, Retro Redoctopus, America's Hometown Horror Podcast, and our newest one, Theme Park Legends, a podcast about working at theme parks. What else? And we'll catch you again next time.